You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's up? It's Moose. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Broadcasting live from the Bird's Nest Dugout Studios, high above a nondescript community in northwestern Tennessee. How's everybody doing? It is Wednesday, September the 11th. A day in which, of course, we'll live in infamy. As we're all aware. Though I am starting to actually run into people who were just born when all that went down, which is kind of crazy to me. Uh, By the way, today is my birthday. You should tweet me happy birthday. Yeah, I know. It's kind of shameless, right? (laughs) <laughs> uh, you can uh, tweet me at Moose Michaels at Lockdown STL. You can email me, Moose, at onairwithmoose.com. Leave a voicemail for the show, 615-499-6690 is the number you'd want to call. But yeah, turning 35 today. 35. Which, uh, I'm a very introspective person anyway. And the fact that I'm turning 35, when I turn 30, it didn't bother me. Turning 35 doesn't bother me. I think 40, I don't know that it's going to bother me, but I know it's going to have a profound effect on uh, how I'm viewing myself and how I'm viewing uh, where my life is going. I know that. Especially by that point, my little boy would be five years old. However... I look back, and so 30 was five years ago. When I turned 20, it was uh, 15 years ago, which is just nuts to me. And you look back at, you know, birthdays for me are time to look back at where you've been, where you're going, and all that kind of stuff. So, tell you what, 35, thank you, God, for uh, letting me make it there is all I can say. Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast in Google and Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, the brand new Himalaya podcast app, and everywhere your favorite podcasts are. Let's get right to it. The three big things. So these aren't all going to be Cardinal-centric, though all will affect the Cardinals in some way. Number one, numero uno, Christian Yelich out for the rest of the season from the Brewers. I never root for anybody to get hurt, but oh my God, thank you. We don't have to uh, worry about trying to pitch to that guy anymore. For the rest of this season, anyway. Number two. Also, the Cubs are currently losing at the time of this recording. Though I think Chris Bryant got them pretty close to score 6-5 against the Padres. They need to lose tonight. The Cubs definitely need to lose tonight because the Cardinals lost tonight two to one to the Rockies so let's uh let's keep that four game uh four game deficit for the Cubs intact uh otherwise ooh, just that's, that's just not gonna be good number three and finally and this will kind of lead us uh into our first segment here but Marcelo Zuna has said that his priority is to stay with the Cardinals Who knew, right? Uh, Ozuna, of course, has seen much improved production 
at the plate this season compared to last season. Of course, uh, a lot of people said, you know, is this going to be, um, is this going to be the year that he breaks out? Of course, he had the big year in Miami right before he came to St. Louis with, uh, what was it, thirty-seven home runs, and he batted something like three twenty, something like that. Of course, it's uh, it's been far from that level of production for the Redbirds. However, it's not been all bad, and Ozuna would prefer to stay with the Redbirds. Of course, he's also in the middle of his very first pennant chinks. you got a guy like Paul Goldschmidt hitting the middle of the order with you. You know, Paul DeYoung, Yachty, Wong, all these guys. It's a good team to be with. But the question is, do the Cardinals want to bring Ozuna back? And it's a fair question. You know, Ozuna is probably going to get the qualifying offer. That's probably going to be north of about $18 million. And uh, the likelihood that he'll accept it is, I don't want to say it's zero, but it's its likely pretty close just because of the, the idea that he could make more than that from another team somewhere. But on the Cardinals' end, I guess the question they have to ask themselves, do they have room for a guy like Marcelo Zuna? You know, we, we all are very aware of the glut of outfielders that the Cardinals have. You know, currently right now, you've got Ozuna. You got Bader. You got Fowler. Those are your starting three. Behind that, you got Tyler O'Neill. You got Lane Thomas. Uh, Dylan Carlson waiting in the wings. I mean, a glut of outfielders. No no shortage of guys that could step in there and uh, take the place of Ozuna. One of the most oft-mentioned names, of course, to replace Ozuna is Tyler O'Neill, And to me, that's not the answer. The strikeouts that Tyler O'Neill has, it's just too much. It's, it's too much. And... If, if you're counting on him to replace Ozuna, even temporarily until Carlson's all the way ready, not going to happen. I, I feel like Tyler O'Neill's more of a an American League type player. Great kid, by all accounts. And uh, Mo picked the pocket of uh, Jerry DePoto uh, when he traded for him. But not, not the guy you want to replacing Ozuna. Elaine Thomas, Dylan Carlson, different story. I don't know that Dylan Carlson's going to be quite ready next year. I know he's going to be in spring camp competing for that job. Doesn't mean he's going to get it, though. Now, that being said, let's say you re-sign Ozuna, which I think the Cardinals ought to do. This is a guy who's a known quantity. A known quantity. Yeah, is he going to hit over 300 for you? Is he going to hit 30 bombs for you? You know, the, the, I guess the jury's still out on that. But, I mean, the answer is probably no. He hasn't this year, and he didn't last year. He probably won't next year. That's just the way it goes, and that's okay. He still gives you pretty good production. He's 28 years old, and who knows? He may have another breakout season in him. You really can't tell. But if you re-sign Ozuna, even to a two- to three-year deal, you're still going to be able to bring up Carlson. I mean, Fowler's only got two more years after this. And let's be honest, when you bring up Carlson, most likely he's going to end up being uh, the, the fourth outfielder anyway, right? I mean, unless he's just tearing the button, tearing the, the cover off the ball. 
And then he could probably slide into center field if he's doing that. If, if Bader's still getting hit, you could use Bader as a defensive replacement. The point is, you resign Ozuna, you get a known quantity, and it frees up some of your other young outfielders to be traded for some starting pitching. Now, all that seems very simplistic because it all hinges on the fact that Ozuna's going to resign for a team-friendly deal. Now, if Ozuna's out there asking $25, $26, 27000000 million, you got to let that dude walk. And it's not because it's not because he's not doing good or anything like that. I mean, honestly, Goldschmidt's not doing much better than Ozuna. He's hit more home runs and stuff, but uh, they're, they're statistically, offensive production-wise, it's been roughly the same. You can't do that because you already did that with Goldie. You already gave Goldie the big deal. And honestly, honestly, you need to free up some of that money to try and go chase someone like a Garrett Cole or Steven Strasburg if he opts out. But you just can't give Ozuna that kind of big money and then you can, you're not going to buy championships. Look what happened to Dave Dombrowski, right? You know, he was trying to buy championships with all that money. They got one this year, not so great. And for that big payroll in baseball, or the biggest payroll in baseball, they're sitting eight games over 500. No bueno on that one. No bueno. What do you think? Give us a call on our voicemail and uh, leave us a message. 615-499-6690. Should the Cardinals re-sign Ozuna? Or should they go with the outfield depth that they have? Today's show brought to you in part by Postmates. Download the app today. Use the promo code Locked On. And you, yes, you, will get $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days. And trust me, you're going to use that up quick because you're going to get everything delivered. Postmates gets it all, all of it, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. If you need it, Postmate it. Anything you're craving, they can get it for you. Download the app on iOS or Android today. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. Get $100 in free delivery credit on your first seven days. Postmates, check it out today. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Hey, welcome back to Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Rate, review, and subscribe in Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, so you can also call the voicemail line, 615-499-6690. Shoot us an email, moose at onairwithmoose.com. Uh, yeah, so talking about Ozuna in our last segment. Well, you going to re-sign him or are you going to not? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Cardinals had their opening game, their final opening game against the Brewers today. Losing two to one, or excuse me, it happened yesterday. Losing two to one and officially preventing the Cardinals from reaching the 100 win plateau. That's all right. They're going to have to win the rest of them the rest of the way out. Uh, Chichi Gonzalez, who started for the Rockies, been a horrible pitcher all year long. In the weirdness that is baseball, though, decided he was going to be good today, going six innings with one earned run on four hits and four strikeouts. Dropping that ERA to a 6-5-6. The bat's largely ineffective. Um, Fowler, Goldie, Ozuna, Molina, Edmund Bader, all getting one hit apiece. Everybody else laying some goose eggs. Uh, the pitching went about as well as you could be as, as well as you could expect. Wonka did not do well against uh he doesn't he doesn't do well at all against the Rockies. He only managed to go four innings, two runs on five hits, three strikeouts, one walk. One of those runs came via the home run. Or excuse me, both those runs came via the home run. And uh the fact they continue to start him is is just a head scratcher to me. I mean, honestly, you, you know what you're going to do. You know what you're going to give this guy. You know, his last time out, short rest, he went two innings. Full day's rest, he only gets to go two innings longer. Why do you continue to start him? It makes zero sense to me. Zero sense. Ryan Helsley came on in relief, looked good. Gallegos looked good. But ultimately, uh, they couldn't come back uh, from that. They managed to get the one run back. Uh, but that was about it. And again, you can't expect them to win every series. Or excuse me, you can't expect them to win every game. At this point, you got to win every series. And at this point, I don't want to hear a word about the wild card. I don't want to hear, well, you know, if the Cubs catch us, we still got the wild card. Well, if the Cubs somehow go on a hot streak and they knock us off first, we'll still get in via the wild card. I don't want to hear any of that. What I want to hear is how they're going to maintain their lead in the National League Central. Things got a lot easier now that the Brewers have lost Yelich. Their pitching has been decimated. The, a, a, a very likely candidate to repeat as MVP is now done for the rest of the season. The Brewers are done. They are done right now. It blows my mind. So you got three more games against the Brew Crew coming up. All you got to do is worry about the Cubs. But you can't worry about the Cubs until you actually get to play the Cubs. And you still got eight more games before that happens. So you got to take care of business right now while you can do it. Losing 2-1 to one of the Rockies at Coors Field where everything's inflated anyway. 
I'm not going to give them too hard a time on that. Now, they lose tomorrow. That's a different story. And even if, you know, especially if the Cubs lose tonight and they don't come back, which let me check the score real quick. Uh, as far as I can tell, still 6-5 after that Brian home run. If the Cubs lose this game tonight, it's okay. All you have to do is stay that four games ahead of the Cubs. Because at the very least, their magic number goes down. And it's one less game, one less sense of a cushion that they have as they head towards the end of the season. Capiche? All right. This has been Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm getting out of here. I got to get some sleep. I got to go to work in the morning. I got a birthday to celebrate. But I will be back. We'll be back, promise. So until then, you drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.